Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust, Destination Debbie. Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben E.B. You can find him on all social media platforms at the Ben E.B. You ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. Hey, what's going on on this Monday morning here on Elite Seekers? Yes, we are here for you. It is episode 54. Ben Eby coming at you for another one, and we're all about the Elite Region Series right now. We are just moving across the country, really bringing you the, the best of the best when it comes to the high school class of 2023. Uh, it's really nice to be able to break these areas down, you know, break the country down by regions, as it forces us to look a little bit deeper, right? And it forces us to look at guys' potential. As we know, when we're talking about high school juniors, it, it is a challenge. It really is a challenge to predict as far ahead as the NFL level goes because we're talking about guys that are four and five years out of even thinking about the NFL draft. So that means a lot of things have to happen between now and then. You know, they have to have a lot of things go their way. They got to really develop. And this is all about predicting that development based on situation, based on skill set, based on mindset. So many factors go into this, right? Staying healthy, things like that. So it's really, really important for us to just dive deep and have a good understanding of, of what the prospects are looking like across the country, because there's a lot of guys that will not be talked about now that will find their way to become future NFL stars. That's just the way the game goes. And there's a lot of these guys that we will talk about that are incredible and they look the part, but they're not going to make it due to some unforeseen circumstances that, you know, again, we can't predict. So uh, I'm glad you're rocking with us. This one's going to be a good one. Uh, you know, we went over the, the Midwest region on the last episode there, and this one is all about the Northeastern United States. So we're going to be covering Pennsylvania, New York, Vermont, Maine, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Jersey, Delaware, and Maryland. So it, it is a big area. A lot of small states mixed in there that probably won't even make the mention list today, but we definitely scour the list just to see what each state has to offer. 
And uh, again, then I'm just going to summarize it for you and give you the top quarterback, top running backs, top wide receivers, top tight end, let you know what I think based on predicting all of these factors that I mentioned. So, hey, you know what? It is time. Let's get right into it with that quarterback position. So when you're talking about the quarterback position, you definitely want someone who brings that toughness, brings that attitude to your team. Again, this is a a position that really makes the entire football team go. And if you don't have a true leader, you don't have a tough leader really running the show there, I think that trickles into the rest of how your team plays. So that's why I'm pretty excited about this guy here, this quarterback that I want to talk about today. And that's that's four-star quarterback Marco Linez III, a six-foot-three, 225-pound quarterback out of Hun School in New Jersey. Now, this kid is is extremely well-spoken. He just he seems like he's an NFL quarterback already. When you watch some of his interviews, uh, it seems like he's just had some great training, has a great head on his shoulders, um, knows what to say, when to say it. Really, just a great understanding when when you hear him talk about football, talk about you know, what it means to be a leader and a a big time teammate for him. So he's already committed to Iowa. And I think Iowa really outdid themselves by picking up a a commitment from Marco. And I I believe we will see a lot of other commitments start to go Iowa's way. They've already been a really consistent program. So bringing in a a leader like this, who, who goes out there and he just wins, right? And he truly affects everybody else on the field with his leadership. I think that's going to go a long way when he starts to uh, bring other players along with him in his recruitment there. Now, just think about this. Okay, this guy has a, a cannon for an arm. He has no fear, extremely tough, will stand in the pocket, take big time hits, you know, really just stand there, look these defensive linemen right in the eyes if, if his offensive line didn't do their job. And he will make sure he gets the ball to his receiver at all costs. That could be a little scary sometimes, but we're talking about a guy that's already 225 pounds at that 6'3 mark. I don't mind it as much. You don't want to see your quarterback take hits, but hopefully he's going to be playing with a little bit better uh, offensive line as far as that goes. But you love to see that he is just ultra laser focused on getting the ball where it needs to go, no matter the cost there. Last season, 95 completions on 117 pass attempts. Good for 81% pass completion. That's unreal. 1,700 yards, 21 passing touchdowns, only two interceptions. Ran for 500 yards, another three rushing touchdowns. Just a guy that really went out there and did it all for his team. Um, he, he's great at throwing off platform. He does have great athleticism. Those 500 yards uh, kind of speak to that a little bit. Uh, but he doesn't just take off and, and run down the field for no reason. He does try to keep the play alive. Something that I've mentioned on many shows before that I look for in the quarterback. You don't want these guys in high school just to take off for no reason. You want them to be a quarterback first, running back second, if that's you know their style of play. Uh, but he definitely is a big-time threat with the ball in his hands, and he will pick up yards, and he will make your defense pay. So you always want to have that ability because I think it really does open up a lot more on the field, having one more defender one more linebacker having to pay attention and really spy on that quarterback where need be. Um, He's going to be really good in the Big Ten. I I have no doubt in my mind that this guy could come in freshman year 
become a starting caliber quarterback right out of the gate just because of that accuracy. He's so polished. Again, he speaks as if he's already in the NFL. He's just a, a proven leader, seems very, very mature. And I think all those things will go a long way for the coaching staff, will go a long way with his teammates and the talents there. So I'm really excited for Marco Lainez third out of New Jersey, and I think you should be too. He's a big-time quarterback that will go against top-end competition in the Big Ten there. And if he, he shows well for Iowa over his college career, you're looking at a potential first-round NFL draft pick out of this guy. We're going to go ahead and travel to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, specifically Bishop McDevitt High School, home of Shady McCoy and another Ricky Waters. So, yes, this is a high school that has a running back tradition, and I think we may be looking at the next in that long line of special players at the running back position to come out of Bishop McDevitt High School. And that is Marquise Williams, the 5'10", 185-pound running back who's just a superstar in the making. He really is a, a big-time running back, one of the top in the nation. There's a reason that he is ranked in the top 10 already, and I do fully believe him to move up that list. You got a lot of schools that are, are coming in late with the offers, but this is a guy that can carry the load, and he is a guy that just goes out there and produces. He has special talent, uh, just the way he makes guys miss, the way he can accelerate, the way he's patient behind blocks. Um, his, his footwork and his vision and his cutback ability are all extremely special, just really, really special. And I think a lot of guys, you know, will look at just straight speed. Now, Marquise has that speed. Don't get me wrong. He absolutely has that speed, but I don't think it's all about the speed. I think it's a mix of, of that vision. I think it's a mix of understanding how to you know, be really comfortable between the tackles and, and slide into the small holes, get, get small, and, and just burst through the hole. I think it comes down, down to just the start and stop ability. You know, it, it, it comes down to a lot of what you see in basketball as well. I, I think back to a player like Steve Nash. Wasn't the fastest guy on the court all the time, but his his start and stop ability and variation in speed really had defenders confused all the time. And I think that's what really uh, pops off the tape for me when I'm looking at a guy like Marquise Williams. He he has defenders confused, and, and you look at why, and it, it comes down to I think just variation in speed and, and using those feet. And they're always moving, but the speed just continues to change. And as a defender, really really hard to predict or anticipate what angle you need to take to stop a running back like Marquise. You know, Chris Paul does it as well. So it's definitely a trait that you see with a lot of great guards uh, in basketball. And when these running backs can do it as well on the field, it has the same effect. Really opens up lanes. It allows defenders to just fall out of the way and look silly as running backs like Marquise just blow by and consistently rip off big runs. Last year, man, he just had a heck of a season. 170 rushing attempts, 1,697 rushing yards, 26 touchdowns. Now, uh, an area that we'd like to see him develop more is in the receiving department. He only had 13 receptions for 217 yards, but he did put up five receiving touchdowns this year. So I think it's an area he's focusing on. You are seeing him on the 7-on-7 circuit, and he looks great as a route runner out there. He really does. So. 
Uh, I've seen a couple of interviews where he mentioned, hey, I'm, I'm working on my receiving ability. And I think you really see that in some of his offseason workout tapes. Uh, you see that on the seven on seven. And uh, I think, you know, you saw the five receiving touchdowns this year, which is nice. So I, I will be paying attention to that. Again, high school level, it's, it's very much based on scheme. So you don't always see these guys catch a ton of passes. But they, they did show a little bit of that ability there at Bishop McDevitt. So um, let's see what Marquise can bring to the table there. And if he comes out and rips off 30 receptions this year, you know, as a senior or this, this coming fall, then I'm really going to be all in as a true, true elite running back. But I think he's special. You're not really sure where he's going yet. Uh, Minnesota, Texas A&M, Virginia Tech kind of leading the way as far as that goes. But he has 26 offers on the table. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be pretty fun to see where he ends up. And I do think Marquise Williams will be that dude at running back and a guy that will uh, become a top five running back overall in this class. He's not quite there yet. He's ranked in the top 10, but I think he's got all of the tools, uh, all of the ability to be a top five running back at the college level for his class. So, hey, mark that one down. Marquise Williams out of Bishop McDevitt in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Now, I wanted to talk about one more running back here who is a three-star that is really rocketing up the boards uh, as far as that goes. Five foot 11, 190 pounds. London Montgomery out of Scranton Prep in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And he's a guy that's just really doing it. He's putting the work in in the weight room. He's adding on weight. He went up another 10 pounds this offseason. I mean, this kid absolutely exploded onto the scene as far as production goes, putting up 2,356 yards and 36 touchdowns this season. That's unreal. He is a guy that is going to put on weight. He has the frame there, as I mentioned. He already put some on. Uh, but I think he'll be into the 200, 205, 210-pound mark once he gets on that college uh, level there. Uh, but I, I definitely see him uh, sticking in state. Uh, I see Penn State making it happen for him. I know they're loading up, uh, but when you're talking about a, a top 25 running back, nationally speaking, in your backyard, you definitely want to try to keep these guys home and, and see what happens. But his ability to just go out there and one-cut guys and just uh, explode through the defense, um, just go out there and, and, and shake guys up a little bit and keep that speed going is fun to watch. He's a, he's a late riser. He's throwing a ton of offers on the table here late in the game. And, uh, you know, whatever school picks him up, it's going to be fun. He just recently put up a, a time of 10.99 as well uh, on the track and field circuit there on the 100-meter dash. And that just shows you the type of speed that he has. And that's what you're looking for. And when you watch him, you watch him on film. He's, he absolutely has that playing speed. He has that gear. He one cuts, doesn't mess around. He dances a little bit, but he doesn't really slow down. So I, I'm not worried about that. I think, you know, you want a guy that does keep his feet moving, uh, but he just has the ability to just make quick cuts here and there and, and turn, the, turn small plays, small gains into massive, massive house calls. And that's where all these touchdowns really came from and all these yards. So London Montgomery. You know, the five foot 11, 190 pound running back out of Scranton Prep in Pennsylvania is another one you absolutely got to watch. If he goes to Penn State, 
He's definitely got a ton of competition there, but I do think he's a talented enough running back to stick it out and find his way. So we'll see where he ends up, but this is a three-star that you got to really put on your list. It's not all about the four and five stars only. Sometimes these three stars will start rising fast, so get in early and know who it is ahead of everybody else. For the wide receiver position, we're going to talk about a Johnny Shakir, the six foot 175-pound receiver out of Pensacon in Pensacon, New Jersey. He is a guy that is another track star that goes out there and just does some really, really good things as a wide receiver. I'm not sure how elite of an ability he has yet, but he definitely has that NFL potential. I see him you know, having a shot to be a mid-round guy, and if you can get there and do that, hey, you never know. You never know. Now, what I really like about him, aside from that track speed that shows up, ran that 21.82 200-meter dash last spring, this is a guy that's just a, a smooth athlete, and his, uh, his acceleration, you know, coming out of the routes is really something that I think is going to help him to separate, and he's going to be a guy that I think if he just learns a little nuances in route running, he will absolutely always be open. He will always find ways to get open for his quarterback, and, and with that speed, that's dangerous. As soon as he catches the ball, he's turning up field, and he's trying to take off, and I like that. I really like that about him. I think, you know, you want a guy sometimes that just doesn't waste any time in these quick hitter offenses. And um, he, he has that body control. He goes down and, he can, you know, make all the catches with a, a good catch radius. So um, between those things, I think that Ajani has a shot. I don't know if I would consider him elite, but out of all the wide receivers in this region, he's definitely the best one. He stands out by far for me. He's just a smooth guy, smooth route runner. Guy with that acceleration, wants to get up the field as quickly as he can. And again, can adjust to a lot of um, different throws from the quarterback. So a guy that's top 30 in the nation right now, uh, but he's not, he doesn't scream elite to me at this point, but he's someone I would definitely pay attention to. And that's our top wide receiver in this region. So that's why I want to talk about it. Johnny Shakir, the four-star wide receiver out of Pensac in New Jersey. Now, this position, the tight end position, is one that I do want to talk about. Someone that I think has a elite ceiling. This is a guy that, uh, you know, comes out of Archbishop Wood in, in Warminster, Pennsylvania. And you may or may not have heard of that high school. That high school has produced the likes of Kyle Pitts. And we are talking about another superior athlete that runs six foot five 230 plus pounds at the tight end position really looks more like a big wide receiver whenever you're watching the film is very willing to block i wouldn't say he's a great blocker by any means but he enjoys it he goes out there and he has maximum effort i think there's definitely some technique to be taught there but i don't want my elite tight ends out there blocking all the time anyway i want them to be able to do their job uh, but go out there and catch some passes and that's what marcus dixon gives you I don't know how he is rated as a three-star. This is just crazy talk to me. I think you're going to see a lot of schools all over this kid, and you already are. His top 10 is a pretty special uh, group, but it's, it's fun to look for these tight ends because a lot of these rankings are going to be all based on a mix of blocking and all these other pieces, but I think guys like this fall through the cracks. So if you're looking for an offensive um, you know, threat, uh, a guy that, 
can go out there and just blow this thing up for you. This is the type of tight end you got to find. His current top 10 consists of Texas, A&M, Oregon, Pitt, Rutgers, Georgia, Cincinnati, Florida State, Ole Miss, West Virginia, and Virginia Tech. Any of those schools would be more than lucky to get this superior or elite or whatever you want to call them prospect because it's just, uh, again, crazy talk to have him listed as a three-star with the potential that he can bring to your offense. He's a guy that just will be a mismatch all over the field. And good luck trying to cover him. A, a big-time basketball athlete that is uh, learning how to be a great route runner and mostly lines up outside anyway as a wide receiver. So uh, Marcus Dixon will be a fun six foot five tight end at the next level. And he has a whole another year of high school to continue to develop there. So mark that name down. He is a guy with big-time elite uh, potential and, and absolutely what we look for on elite seekers. Well, this week, hopefully some of you had a chance to watch the final four over the weekend. And unfortunately, we got to see Coach K of Duke basketball in his final game against his rival North Carolina as they moved on to the championship here. So uh, I wanted to leave the quote of the show with a Coach K quote. This one is, a, is an awesome one, and I really hope, hope it you know, hits some of you out there. This one is great, so here you go. My hunger is not for success, it is for excellence. Because when you attain excellence, success just naturally follows. So focus on being excellent on whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is you're going after, and the success will come. Great words there from Coach K. He has a ton of amazing stuff on CoachK.com. So if you are a fan of quotes or motivational stuff or, or a coach yourself or whatever it might be, a leader of any type, go check him out at CoachK.com. But a shout out to one of the greatest coaches of all time in college basketball and really across sports. Coach K is a special guy who has ran a special program for a long time. So shout out to him and uh, appreciate everybody checking in this week. We will be back again next Monday to continue along with the Elite Region Series. But thank you so much. Reach out anytime at the Ben Eby on Twitter and I will get back to you if you have any questions. But that is all we have this week. Elite Seekers out. Elite Seekers out.